I invite you to join me in On Fire with Linda Fields. It's a movement designed to calibrate, validate, and activate men and women like you who love God, putting your God-inspired passions and plans into action to carry out your callings in all seven spheres of influence. That's business and economy, government, education, family, arts, media, and church. On Fire with Linda Fills exists to help you complete your God-given assignments with a community of kingdom connections. Whether it's increasing your current sphere of influence or changing paths to walk into your purpose, if you want to set the world ablaze through Christ's power, join the movement at www.onfire.global. Here at the end of the year, I want to give you every opportunity to fire up your leadership before 2020-22 rolls around. It is right around the corner. And I want to tell you why I felt like God chose this topic for us to focus on together in the rest of the year, 2021, right here in our private group on fire. The time for you to lead, my friend, is here. The opportunity has never been greater. The need has never been bigger. And if you notice, as you go about your life here in the last year, 18 months, there are a lot of people who don't seem to have good leadership. They don't have seem to know what to do. They're searching for answers. We've seen a lot of signs of this. We've seen mental health surveys showing people struggling with depression, uh, all kinds of problems all kinds of coping mechanisms that are not healthy. And my friend, this is not a time to shrink back. It is a time to step forward, in fact, lunge forward and lead on fire. Now, the on fire I'm talking to you about is the fire that comes from God into a man or a woman who knows their calling and who is getting inspiration from God to know how to lead every single day. Now, you might say, well, I'm not a business owner. I don't lead a big corporation. That doesn't matter. You are needed to lead wherever you are, even if it's just on your street, in your community, in your small group, or in your, on your team at work, or in your business. And people are tired of seeing what the world's system of leadership gives. Uh, you can listen to any number of podcasts or teachings or sermons on all the things that are going wrong right now and what not to do. But I haven't heard a lot of great teaching telling you what you should do and how to do it. Have you ever been so inspired listening to one of your favorite speakers or podcasts or programs and you get all stirred up about, yes, I'm going to do it. We're going to charge the hill. I'm going to make a difference in life. And then the program's over and you go to bed that night and you find yourself asking, But how? What do I do? Where do I go? What do I say? I have heard this question on every show for the last six months that I've listened to. Every Christian news program or conservative program I'm looking for. And you know, you have to find your sources. And at the end of every interview or conversation or program, the moderator, if they're on their toes, will say, but what do our listeners do? You may have asked that question yourself lately. You may have said, I know God's helping me. I know God's calling me to lead. 
but Lord, what should I do? What should I do? Well, get a pen and paper or get out your device to take a few notes on. And I'm going to give you a starting place that has to do with one of my favorite leaders in the Bible named Joseph. You see, Joseph had a dream. And if you've read the story or heard it, even as a child, you know that he was his father's favorite. And he had a coat, a beautiful, colorful coat that symbolized his father's affection for him. And he had a dream that he would be a leader. And he was so excited about it that he told all of his brothers and made them all very jealous, very angry. Now, that was their choice to respond that way. It was a sad choice because he should have been able to talk to someone close to him about this dream. And so you too, my friend, have a dream in your heart, a goal in your mind, a, a direction you want to go with your life and your business. And tonight, what we're going to do is hyper-focus just for these next few minutes on the life of Joseph and some leadership lessons you can apply starting tonight, okay? So here we go. Don't share your dream with naysayers. Don't share your big dreams casually. Instead, choose well, someone you can trust, someone who believes in you, someone that you know is for you. And those are the ones with whom you can share a portion of your dream and say, hey, I'd love for you to pray into this with me. I'd love to share some thoughts with you and tread lightly. You can always go deeper later, but start small by sharing a small part of your vision and start small with a small number of people that you're going to entrust this to. God will give you wisdom. God will give you discernment about who to share with. All right, the second thing that I want to encourage you with might sound negative, but there's a, a gold nugget here everybody needs. If you find yourself in prison, minister and use your gifts while in prison. Joseph ended up in a lot of dangerous situations after, as a young boy, he knew that he was going to be a leader. But even though he was in the prison cells, he chose to encourage the prisoner on his left and the prisoner on his right. And they had dreams they needed in interpreted, and he was able to help them with it. Now, you might say, how could Joseph think about anyone else while he was captured in a prison cell? Well, he made a decision to look outward and to be of service, even in prison. So you may have felt like you were in prison just because of all of the COVID-19 restrictions, the working at home, the change up and how church might be happening for you and a million other things. And there might be days you're like, you know what? I feel like I'm in a prison right here. I work here, live here, eat here, sleep here. And I'm telling you that if you will just raise your head up and look to the left or right, God will show you someone to minister to, someone to encourage, even though you might feel all locked up. Today, I went out and visited a new neighbor and took them a loaf of bread that my daughter baked, an extra loaf of bread. And shared it with them. And they meant it meant so much to them. Before it's over, they were inviting us over for a Christmas meal together. And it was a beautiful exchange. But there had been weeks before that I hadn't ventured out. You know, I was uh, in that place where I was, uh, was consumed with what was right immediately around me in my home office or my home. So look up and look out and minister or encourage someone, even if you feel all locked down. Thirdly, forgive. I imagine when things get quiet at night, if you're like most people, you have a few thoughts that nag you about some type of pain or betrayal 
or evil thing that happened to you. Maybe someone stole money from you. Maybe someone betrayed you in your business. Maybe a, a spouse left you. Maybe a child isn't speaking to you of your own. And uh, other examples, we don't have to look far to find that there are people we need to forgive. You may say, well, Linda, I don't know if I can forgive them. They hurt me so deeply. You know what? You probably can't by yourself. But with the help of the Holy Spirit, my friend, you can lay that offense down and forgive the person who has hurt you. There's many different ways to go about this. And God will show you how. But don't harbor an offense and carry around a weight on your shoulders during a time that's very difficult for everyone in the earth. But instead, lighten your load by forgiving those who have hurt you. Another important thing that is uh, what I'm going to land on as far as a wonderful lesson from Joseph is that when you encounter problems, step up and be the solution. When you encounter problems, don't just sit there moaning and complaining, but step up and be the solution. This is a mindset. This is a way of living. And this is where the power is. Because as long as you stay inwardly focused and as long as you become consumed with yourself over the needs of others, you will not be a help to society. Joseph was in a place where the king had actually asked him to interpret a dream. And it was about a famine that was coming, if you recall. The king said, what should we do? And Joseph says, well, you're going to need to hire someone who can manage things, who can take care of the food, who can store the food, who can organize certain things. And he went and laid out a beautiful plan. Well, little did he know at the moment he was writing his own job description because the king's response was, "Who? where can we find someone like this in all the land but you? And he put Joseph in charge of the situation. Now, Joseph could have been so depressed over being in prison so lonely over being betrayed and left to die by his brothers in years past, so sick of prison life and prison food that he couldn't even look beyond himself to help and interpret the king's dream and give him a plan. But when he did that, God set him in authority and gave him his life assignment in a way that changed all of history. Well, Joseph had what I call leadership on fire. It was not leadership shut down, leadership of a wounded leader licking their wounds and, oh, woe is me, singing woe is me from morning till noon. But instead, he ministered while he was in prison. He forgave those who had hurt him, and he became the solution to the problem. I hope this helps you tonight. Let me know by emailing me at support at lindafields.org. And if you would like the written Bible study notes about Joseph and other leaders, there's one way to get that, and that's to simply go to onfire.global, onfire.global, and sign up when the box pops up to fan your gifts into flame and get resources. We're going to send you... And I haven't done this before. I'm going to send out a PDF for you to print out or use on your device and study several leaders in the Bible so that you will have your leadership ready to go when 2022 
rolls right in and you'll be ready to go on fire. So on fire.global, sign up and watch your email after that for the PDF. God bless and keep you. This is your time to lead on fire. Onfire.global is a movement made of men and women who understand that past plans won't work for the future. We're in a new time and a new place that requires us to fan the flames of vision to a whole new level, going all in with God like never before. So fire up your purpose, come find your people, and frame up your plans to set the world ablaze together with me at www.onfire.global.